What's up, everybody? It's Chad for another episode of Ask Chad Grassy Logic. Today, I'm here with my buddy Kiefer from Happy Panda here in Las Cruces. We're here with another episode, got new topics, but first and foremost, we want to introduce our guests and have them give them a chance to you know, tell us who they are. So go ahead, Kiefer, tell the people about yourself. Yeah, uh, my name is Kiefer Payne. I'm a uh, good old local down here in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Um, started the uh, Happy Panda journey um, about two years ago and started the LLCs and things like that a building and did all the constructions and kind of got it up and up and running so we're here now to, to kind of represent a, a new brand that's hopefully going to be different from a lot of the cannabis industries there so um, just really really excited to uh, show what I have to offer and what what happy Panda has to offer for sure nice man. I appreciate it and yeah you know you guys you know really bring something unique um, you know especially like the products that you offer and the, the ideas that you bring you know, to the table that, you know, it's, it's something that you don't see in the industry. And I try to tell people that to make it, you're going to have to find something separate, you know, away from everybody else. You can't yeah. be like Colorado. You can't be like California. You know, this is New Mexico. Yeah. Um, so it's great that you guys are thinking outside the box of that. So that's pretty cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah. So, so thank you again for joining me. And uh, yeah, so let's talk more about Happy Panda. So can you give us some background about Happy Panda? You know, like at the start, where, where'd the idea come from? I really love the name. Yeah, I mean, you know, starting this whole cannabis industry, it's uh, I wanted to be different. That was the main thing. So how can I be different from what the industry is doing? And right now the industry is throwing out a lot of the cannabis, 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 cannabis. So what I was trying to do is how do we change the stigma of cannabis? How do we change, um, you know, that, that the original thoughts from when it was illegal to legal? You know, growing up, it was the D.A.R.E. program saying weed is bad. Cannabis is bad. The weed, this weed leaf. No, no, no. So we're all already, you know, grown into that that stigma of this cannabis plant is a negative thing. Um, so I'm trying to stray, stray away from that negative plant, that cannabis plant as that symbolicism. Yeah. Um, I wanted to create something that was reflective of what the cannabis plant really is. And that was something that I kind of brainstormed a lot. I almost spent a month just trying to figure out the name. Um, created Happy Panda. Um, that was one of the things that I wanted also a, a symbolic meaning or a symbolic um, uh uh, business kind of thing like that. So when I looked into it, I was like, what, what is, what represents what I'm trying to give out to the, to the community? Um, and one was, it's going to be the pandas. So pandas alone, it's, it's very nurturing. They're, you know, very stable. They take care of people, the kindness, they're neutral. Um, and that's one of the things I wanted to do is, is, is be that representation instead of, uh, the negative connotations of cannabis is bad and it's on the streets and it's the bad for you. So making that shift and, and, and creating that, Happy Panda uh, brand really was was the main goal, and, and also to focus on happiness because you know during these times we have you know the recessions, we have World War Three coming on <laughs> yeah. in the world, we got right. we got <laughs> economic times, we, you know it, it's very very difficult times. So, um, coincidentally, being able to create the brand was focusing on happiness and during these tough times. So you know come in and enjoy the cannabis, enjoy happiness, focus on centric. Uh, position so nice that was the goal and that's what that's that's what we're doing <laughs> yeah and i love the logo you know like the, the yeah, kind of yeah. logo you know it's just it's really cool yeah um, the eyes know, in there <laughs> even, even the store itself you're just like okay i feel like you know a panda would like this <laughs> yeah right? we got a lot of bamboo everywhere so <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly we got some bamboo to show you guys and you know be here in a little bit and uh, wow. you guys get a little uh surprise so how long has happy panda been around been operating um so we started the llc in 2021 um and then we started, uh, we, we got the building in about March of 2022. Okay. We did uh, full years of um, uh, renovations, making sure that everything was done. And the, the, the building is um, at the corner of Don Roser in Missouri. Okay. So it used to be that old washer and dryer place. It used to be a karate dojo. 
Um, and now we, we completely renovated the area to where it's a nice, nice location. And um, now we finished that around January and uh, 2023. And then we started opening um, on the end of February. Okay. So, you know, been operating, you know, uh, for a couple months now. Yep. So we're on our sixth month right now. So we're um, still in the infancy, but also still growing. Oh, oh yeah, yes. you know the whole industry, you know, still growing and everything, still pretty much getting set up. Yeah, you know, and, and that whole thing. So it's really exciting to see yeah. more people get into the industry, mm-hmm. and um, you know, people like yourself, you know, especially the locals. Mm-hmm. You know, the locals really getting a chance. You know, because that's one thing that I was hoping for is more locals getting you know into it versus like an MSO. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, you know, it's really great to see. And um, cool. And so, um, do you guys carry your own product that you grow, or do you carry other farms? Yeah, we definitely outsource for farms and, and things like that. What we're trying to do is 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 get the, the customer feedback. So what we need to know is out of all the products here in New Mexico, what's working, what's not. And there's so many products out there that the only way to find out is to bring it on, get the feedback, and then figure out if it's worthy of staying or it needs to, to move on. And that's what we're going to try to start focusing on is, is getting that feedback so that way we can curate our store to our customers' demands. Nice. Yeah, so it's not what you want, it's what the customer wants. It's what wants. the customer wants, exactly. exactly. As, as uh, Joe Dirt's friend said. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right, as Joe Dirt told his friend. Yeah. Smart man. Very smart. <laughs> so do you guys any offer any discounts or anything, maybe industry or military or something? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we have militaries, you have your uh, veteran discounts, you have the 10s and 15s, and then we also have um, daily discounts. So we kind of have like a secret word Monday through Wednesdays. So oh, if you cool. follow in our social medias of uh, Facebook and um Instagram, if you check our stories, a lot of the times they're going to have that secret word on there with a little fun fact about pandas. Um, <laughs> so if you're able to, to let us know about that secret word on those days, we're able to get you, you know, a good discount on the difference off. Um, we also do happy hour on um, Monday through Wednesdays. We have uh, from 420 to 710. It's going to be that 15% off the store. Um, on Thursdays, you know, infused pre-rolls. So that way we make sure that you got those infusions in there. Yeah. Uh, Friday, flower Fridays, make sure that we've got the 10% off flower. Now we can get the, ba- the biggest uh, bang for the buck. Saturdays are going to be your um, concentrate days. So a lot of times during the weekend, we just want to we want to relax. So we're going to take advantage of the concentrates there. That way, you can really take take a dab to to relax for the weekend. Um, and then Sundays are going to be our um, vapes and our edibles. We're going to be on ten percent. So uh, every day of the week, you're essentially going to be able to take advantage of of a discount to where it's beneficial um, to your needs. Nice. To our Cubs needs. That's great. You know, that's great to hear because, you know, some places are finally catching on to do like an industry discount or, oh, even, you know, yeah, things like that. That too. So it's funny that you mentioned that we actually uh, in, introduced that in, in the industry discount uh, most recently today because, um, you know, I was very hesitant with this industry where we have 60 dispensaries down here in Las Cruces <laughs> just alone. And yeah. let's just say there's five employees, you know, we're getting, we're getting a lot of, a lot of people. So. Yeah. But I also wanted to give back to that industry that we're all in this together and that we all need to support each other and, and we're all going through the same hard times or the same good times. So um, like you said, giving back to them. Yeah. That's the goal. And it's a rough time right now. It is for everybody. You know, even Colorado is having a rough time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those poor dudes. Yeah. And we'll explain more on that later. Um, but yeah, you know, like you said, it's, it's a rough time. It's great that, you know, you're, you know, trying to work with other people because, you know, we are in this together. You know, we are trying to, you know, make New Mexico's experiment work mm-hmm. you know because we took a different approach mm-hmm. you know and i've said that many times you know we have yeah you know and it's a great approach you know a lot of people give us kudos like you guys did it yeah. kind of right yeah <laughs> we definitely learned from the mistakes of you know california and colorado so it, it was a good you know experimental time but it sounds like we're doing it 
doing it the right way. Yeah. Really, really and happy. of course, there's, you know, things, there's room to change and room to improve like anything else. But I think we were starting off on a good foot. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. So um, can people order online? Can they order on product online? Is it updated pretty well? Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's integrated right with our systems, whatever nice. we have. It's going to be exactly what's online. Um, we do have that um, myhappypanda.com. Um, so <laughs> check us out. That's where you can kind of check us out. We actually have like our um, blog sections. We have a, a little bit of a... Know, get to know us for all the cannabis uh, guides that we have um, on staff and everything. So keep in touch with that too, so we can kind of you know get get the news out of what we're doing and then um, some educational content for sure. Nice. And speaking of staff, you know, how big is your staff right now? Um, so not including myself, we only have about five employees. So it's it's a really small mom and pop shop for us, and then it's very intimate and. Uh, we got an amazing staff, and all of them have you know specialist roles and things like that. So they're nice. They're really they're really helping out the the growth of Happy Panda. So yeah. I'm very very fortunate for them. Nice. Yeah. You know you always got to give it up to you know the employees and everything. They make oh, everything I, work. <laughs> Without them, I, I wouldn't be here. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like in the army, the the people who do that are the NCOs. Or yeah. Enlisted. You know, yeah. The backbone of the military. Yeah. So that's you know that's one thing that they try to remind you. Oh, yeah. Um. So it's great. Yeah. So shout out to them and everything. Mm -hmm. How many shops do you actually have currently? Just one. Yeah. It's just that one. Just five of us. So you know that's it's going to be that, that our uh, main location, and um, we'll be uh, we'll be there hopefully for the long run. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like, hopefully, yeah. maybe one day you guys can expand and everything like uh -huh. that. So um, yeah, it looks like we have the website actually up right here. Oh, nice. Um, and now we can you know give a little walk around so people can check it out. Yeah. Is there anything you want to show off right here? Yeah, I mean absolutely. So the top is going to be pretty much our hours of operation. So Monday through Saturday, you got from 10 a.m. to uh, 8 p.m. We have the 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. Um, kind of. Go to the panda cupboard. It kind of goes over each individual's um, uh, kind of a, a oh, little bios of, of who we are, yeah. what we do, kind of things. A little bit of, about us. Mm -hmm. um, and then if you kind of like scroll over our, our pictures, it kind of instigates like fun. <laughs> so it's kind of nice. And that's what, what we're trying to we're trying to bring the experience of what the shop is into just these photos. And that's yeah. what it is. It's, the energy you're going to see here on the, on the website is literally should be and will be that energy that yeah. when you walk into that store. That's cool. That's pretty. It's a little more personal too. You know, you used to seeing like just these professional photos, but you never get to see the fun side. Of it. Yeah, you know, it's everyone just wants to see this professional. Don't get me wrong. You know, there's there's a time and a place for everything, but there's always a place for a little fun. Yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely. Um, you know, you don't have to go overboard. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, this is great. Yeah, of course, you know, like any cannabis website, are you 21 and over? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and these are going to be our Panda Talks, which is essentially going to be our blog um, oh, location. Cool. So we're going to start posting some blogs, um, I think one or two a month. It kind of lets you kind of uh, get the insider news of what's going on. I mm -hmm. believe um, one of them should be here on our Panda Stash Box, which we're going to touch base here in, in, the, in the near future. Yeah, here um, in a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we also have the Shop Happy. So once you're ready to shop, you can just go ahead and hit Shop Happy. Go ahead and uh, explore the uh, good old locations and all the products that we have to offer. Um, and then, uh, yeah. We'll so care of you. I was on the website earlier and I noticed you have a recreational side and a medical side for the pricing. So that's really cool. You don't see that a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, medical, they want to make sure that they're taken care of first as their medical needs. Um, yeah. It's not necessarily going to be something that you just go into and enjoy a party yeah. on the recreational side. So um, there is going to be different, different, de definitely different pricings for for those patients um, and our recreational um, nice. cubs. And are these prices out the door or is this? Um... Prices out the door. So cool. all the taxes are going to be included because that's one of the things that, you know, in this industry, it, it, you don't want to by a blind side or like I'm gonna pay you know ten dollars for a gram and then you walk out it's fifteen dollars a gram. You're like, whoa, what was going on? I want yeah. that transparency. I want to make sure that 
what you see is what you're gonna get and there's no surprises so. and I feel like that's how it should be anyway like when you go to the store you have to guess yeah <laughs> you're like okay this costs a hundred dollars and is it eight percent or is it nine percent now like did they just change it you know <laughs> oh, absolutely. you know it's, it's a big crapshoot so now I get it yeah. I'm, I'm glad that certain places are doing that you know you, mm -hmm. you guys are following suit with some but other places haven't really caught on to that yet. You know, the outdoor prices really does help, you know, in the price point, you know, mm -hmm. getting the sell in the end. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I appreciate that too, even as a consumer. Yeah. You know, like you're going over there like, oh, this is $10 <laughs> out the door? <laughs> yeah. By all means. Done. I got 10 right here. Let's yeah. go. Let's, make Let's it go. Happen. <laughs> Take exactly. It. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's great. Um, and what's your favorite product that you guys carry? Is it a cultivar? Is it an extract? Oh. You know, what do you, what do you have that you can suggest that you love the most? Oh, man. With the amount of work that I've personally been doing so much, it seems like my uh, cannabis use has dropped significantly. But I, I, I do like to focus on our concentrates. And at the end of the day, I take you know a dab just to kind of relax and then the day and go right into bed. So Cali Dream, Live Batter, some of the farmers' quality stuff that they have. Um, also, Big Munch, you guys. So like, I just like food. If it tastes good and it's helping, it's helping me medicate. It's a win-win. So we have um, these pot pot pretzels that we recently brought on, which were freaking oh, phenomenal. Um, there's like a sweet and savory and there's like a spicy form. So it's, those are one of the ones that's just like, dang, at the end of the day, let me just have some pretzels <laughs> and enjoy the rest of the night. So they're awesome. Nice. <laughs> I'm really glad that I'm seeing more innovation go into like the edibles and stuff here. And of course the chile is, you know, in, incorporated in, on every step I've seen almost, you know, the whole way, mm -hmm. you know, the peach rings will be covered in tahini. Yeah. You know, you'll have, you know, peanut brittle, but it's red chile. <laughs> yeah. A little, little extra, a little, what, how can you be different? That's yeah. what I'm starting to see is a lot of these uh, wholesalers and manufacturers. They're, they're making the, their, their mark on the, on the industry, which yeah. is awesome. No, I, and awesome. I really dig that. And I, I really respect that. Yeah. You know, like I keep saying legalization brings on innovation. So what are you waiting for? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, what exactly. are you waiting for? There's so much opportunity <laughs> out there and I'm excited to see it all happen. Yeah, me too. And um, do you guys have any events or anything planned in, for the future? Or? Yeah, actually, as a matter of fact, on um, Saturday, so the 8th, we're going to have a clear. Um, one of our vendors are going to stop by from 2 to 6 and kind of give out some free pens and things like that. We're oh, have cool. Big discounts on our clear products. Um, and then also 710, which a lot of the cannabis industry should know is like upside down, it spells oil. So it's going to be kind of like the uh, reverse or a similar sister holiday to 420. Uh, more focused on on those concentrates on vapes and things like that so on that 710 we're actually having a huge um festival or i guess uh events going on so we're going to be bringing in um stacked cookies which is phenomenal homemade cookies here that are just they're stacked <laughs> freaking delicious you have to check them out um from two to four we're going to have wild one of our gummy uh vendors out there from uh, four to five thirty we're going to have kona ice out there because it's freaking hot and everyone's melting so we're going to provide some free uh, uh kona ice out there for everyone Ooh, some um, shave ice. and then also just the medical cards i think that was something that we wanted to make sure that people were on 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 key with because people are i'm starting to see like their uh expiration dates are hitting on their medical cards and things and they're like oh well it's recreational i can i can get it anyways well no that's not the case so we want to make sure you still have your medical card get your medical pricings and you're you're getting those units that you should be allowed to get so we're going to have a uh, a provider there from 10 to 2 let me make sure 10 to, yep, 10 to 2. So as long as you need a renewal for $35, and then there's new cards that we can do for um, $50. And keep in mind that, you know, you don't pay taxes, and a lot of times you do get different pricing with the medical cannabis card. And some events you get in for free or cheaper. Yeah. So keep in mind that that medical cannabis card is actually really good to have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely recommend just even um, if you, you're not diagnosed or anything like that, just to see if you possibly be eligible for it. Because, um, you know, the worst 
worst comes to worst, they didn't say no, and you're back in the same spot. But if um, if it's truly giving those medical benefits, then please take advantage of that stuff. So it's there for a reason. There's a reason why we fought for it for so long. No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, let's keep it alive and everything. That's great. Is there anything else or you know any other events? Is um, as event wise, yeah. I mean, we're gonna have a bunch of different deals going on for that seven ten. So you know, farmers quality. A lot of the those uh, concentrates gonna be twenty five percent off. Infused J's, vapes, wax, all wax. We're gonna have unicorn rigs, which are like the electric dab rigs instead of having to use it. Uh, a sketchy torch and you know hitting up a nail to, to to take your medicine. It's it's more hey just click a button and then you're able to to to, edit, to consume responsibly and more effectively. Press and go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we're gonna actually have um, something I'm pretty pretty excited for. Actually, um, we've been working on for probably about two three months. Okay. Going to be our um, our stash box. So this is something that I don't think I've seen in the market yet. Um, you know, it's there out there, um, but it's not necessarily branded or, or really push and I think this is something that's going to be different from everyone is we're creating a, a safe and responsible way to consume and store your cannabis all in one location so um, go ahead and get the stash box and what you're able to do is now kind of use this guy to store your cannabis products so we have all these little jars in there so you can kind of create uh, or, or store your products nice and safely it's going to be coated away from kids or even roommates yeah yeah so yeah. a bunch of those little guys um, we have like the grinders that way you can kind of grind your, your product, you can, you know, make your pre-rolls. Okay, we have, <laughs> we have um, you know, this little couple containers. We have your pre-rolls, um, grinders and things like that. So this is something that I'm really, really excited for. Because one, we want to make sure that it's keeping out of the, the hands of the kids. Uh, we don't want to practice safe, responsible use. We want to lead the industry and doing it right the right way. Nice. Um, so this is something that it means a lot to me, myself. Um, and then we're also including a Panda report card. So one of these things that I really like about this is that in order to curate the, the store um, for everyone, we want to make sure that we're getting the feedback of what's working and what's not. Because there's so many products out there that, you know, they're, they're doing well or they're not doing well. How do we know? Well, this is the way to do it. So once you get this Panda, this Panda box, it's going to come with the Panda report. Um, any, you're going to try out three different items. Put those items down see how it made you feel good the negatives the pros um and then you're able to bring this back into the canvas at happy panda and then get an additional 10 percent off your, your uh, purchases so the more feedback that we get we're able to curate the store towards our customers needs and then um it's also beneficial for the patient because now they're tracking what's working and what's not you know that way i don't get something that gave me a, an allergic reaction or you know continuously get the wrong product so this is something that i was very very before and we're going to be releasing this on the 710 for for our uh, event nice and can you tell me what the qr code right there is for yeah absolutely so it also comes with that qr code for sure um once you go ahead and scan that guy it's going to take us to that website that way whenever you're um you know out of our products you're ready to re reorder right then and there so um let's just say you were smoking our last j here and you're like oh i just ran out well let's just go ahead and reorder give us the scan send it in and then we'll catch you next time with our panda report and get you 10 percent off of that order Nice. That way it makes it nice and easy and convenient. Everything's locked up in one, um, and it is going to be a customizable code, too. So once ever we release it to you, you can make your own code, and it's more personalized. And definitely has a uh, – our, our, our slogan is going to be stay happy. So it's one of the things that we're – it's also branded into. So. Nice. I really like that. Yeah. And it looks like it's numbered. So, you know, it looks like you have 300 of these, right? Yep. So we're, it's going to be a little bit more of a, you know, uh, a limited amount. So we want to make sure that they're 
there's high value in these things because it's, it's hard to necessarily produce these in this industry. Um, so you know, we wanted to make sure that we're releasing these in small amounts. So we're going to have come up with the 30s and the next 30s. So they'll possibly be changing from each um, section. So the first 30s, possibly, they're going to be looking like this. And then the next 30, we're going to hopefully get some feedback from our customers and say, hey, I would like the sash blocks to do A, B, and C, or I'd like to look like this. So we'll take in that feedback and create the next versions and the next versions. And then by the end of the 300s, you know, those, the, the first 300s are the lucky ones that they're going to have some something pretty special. Nice. And, and close to my heart, that's going to be able to keep for, keep for life, hopefully. <laughs> right, yeah, it definitely. And I really like the rolling tree aspect on here that comes off. And could you, you know, share with everybody how much this is going to be? Ooh, it's going to be released on 710. Um, okay. So there's going to be a lot of things that are going to be um, introduced in there, too, that's going to be included. So we're going to try to get three grams of flour in there, um, along with a lot of these nifty gifties. Um, so we're going to be... Uh, keeping that suspense for you guys to so come check us out and nice <laughs> awesome well i really like that box man and you know that's a really great idea you know um, keeping away from kids is you know near and dear to my heart too and that's something that you know i feel in the industry we do have some responsibility to do and i feel like you guys are stepping up on that mm -hmm. and saying that well you know we're gonna offer you you know a solution to this to this problem absolutely you know and some people probably don't know where to start you know mm -hmm. for the people like well, i don't even know where to, how to store my can what do you mean this is literally for that person, you know, like oh, uh, it's an all-in-one for them. They have everything they need right there, and um, it's to ensure that you know kids or people that don't, you know, can't or shouldn't be using cannabis aren't going to hold it. So exactly, safe, safe, safe space for everything, and also it's like you know, us cannabis consumers, we have lighters there, pipes there, <laughs> cannabis there, grinder yeah. there, and we're like, oh, I got to go find everything, put it together. Well, if you have a central location, you're not going to lose anything, and it keeps everything organized. So yeah, make sure that we have some good structure in your. Uh, cannabis consumptions <laughs> awesome well thank you i appreciate showing yeah. us that no, absolutely. Man. i can't wait to see you know what more comes from it and yeah go and check them out on 710 y'all and go get you this cool box heck yeah <laughs> appreciate it. yeah so before we move on can you tell people what you guys offer hours of operation is i know you said it a couple times for the show but you know for at the very end your location operating hours yep so um from monday through saturday we're going to be open from uh, 10 a.m till um 8 p.m and then from um, on Sundays, we're going to be open from 10 to 6. Uh, we can kind of let the let our uh, cover team out to enjoy their families on Sundays. So <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's nice of you guys. To be yeah. yeah. Families we wanna, important. Exactly. We want to take care of our cubs and, and our cupboards. So our cubs are, are referred to our customers. And kind of one of the scientific um, definitions of a cub is, you know, is a customer. So oh. in the weirdest of ways, that brand really, really resonates and matches with the uh, just with what we're trying to accomplish. Nice, cool, yeah, I really like it. You, know, you guys already have like a, looks like you have a um, little system going on and everything with the, you know, a little life of uh, everything inside of the business. That's kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's what we want to we bring to the table for sure. Cool, man. Well, experience. well, thank you for being here and uh, we're yeah. just going to move on. But uh, yeah, that's great. And, you know, it's great what you guys are bringing and I can't wait to see what else comes. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank cool. you for having me. Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> so we're going to move on, guys. We're going to talk about the, some other topics we have here in New Mexico and of course around the nation. Um, and that's going to be at the end. Of course, you know, we're going to be talking about that lawsuit. Y'all got to wait. Um, so first we're going to talk about the RLD and this is going to be quick. Um, this RLD CCD, um, they are looking to fill some positions. You know, if you guys are looking to work for the cannabis industry, but you don't really want to go the ownership route, you can work for the state. Um, and you can work in for RLD and all that. And they have different positions. Um, right now it looks like they're doing a rapid fire event in Santa Fe. Um, it's going to be held July 13th um, on a Thursday, and it's going to be at the Tony Anaya building, um, 2550 uh, Cerillos Road in Santa Fe. It says the door is going to open at noon, um, and it's going to stay open until about 6 p.m. So you have quite a, you know, quite a bit of time to go over there, you know, check things out and 
be ready to possibly do an in-person interview that day, you know, dressed and pressed, shave, shower, all the good stuff, going smelling good, um, you know, and, you know, try not to look like you just smoked weed. Um, <laughs> they're they're pretty lenient when it comes to, you know, cannabis and everything at the RLD, the CCD and all that, you know, they'll have, you know, cannabis lanyards and stuff like that, and oh, yeah. cannabis socks or something. Yeah. Um, you know, so just be ready, you know, have multiple copy copies of your resume and um, just be ready to, you know, be professional. I mean, what, what some advice you could give to people that are yeah, probably going to be doing giving this? Your, your, you're giving it your all, your, your best foot forward. Um, I think one of the best things that you could possibly do is look into the CCD regulations of everything um, and look into the, the, the role that you're trying to apply for. Come with that knowledge. That way they feel more confident and, and choosing you as an applicant instead of, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I hope to be taught. Uh, come with, hey, I, I read these regulations. So I'm ready to help you enforce these kind of things. So nice. Uh, that's actually really good advice. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah that's, someone might get a job because of that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, I think that's the best advice I could give them. Nice. And, you know, we need good people at the, you know at CCD RLD. You know, because the better people we have regulating our cannabis, the better industries. Absolutely. You don't so, want to make a bad name for the industry, and you know the regulations sometimes can be very, very strict. But you know they're they're in there for their good reasons to make sure that the responsible use of everyone is is being you know followed. So and who knows, you could talk some sense into them when they're doing something dumb. Yeah, <laughs> you know? like get rid of that one. Get rid of that one. Yeah, it's like no, no, don't do that. <laughs> so if you guys are, if any of you are interested and you want to apply, um, go ahead and head there. I know it's in Santa Fe. All of us down here in Las Cruces. You know what are we going to be doing? Sorry, I know that's it's just how it is, but that's the main office um, that they're having these positions, not the remote offices that they have around the state. Um, so that's all I have for that one. I just wanted to mention it just in case anybody was looking to, you know, get a state job and they wanted to work for the Cannabis Control Division. Um, if you are, there, there's all the information you need. Um, so we're going to move on. We're going to talk about sales numbers. I haven't talked about this in a few episodes, but um, I really wanted to because things are looking like they're kind of shifting and slowing down a little bit. So um, as of June, we sold a total of $47.7 million in cannabis total, and that's with medical and recreational. Keep in mind, medical isn't taxed. Um, about $15 million of that was medical. Um, and so it looks like we're still you know, staying steady on a pretty high note. I, I think we reached the 50,000, 50, me, $50 million mark you know, a couple months ago, I believe. Um, I think we did. And so it's kind of dipped a little, but I mean, where we are, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, you know, those are really good numbers for sales. Um, so what, another thing I wanted to mention is Sunland Park with 17,000 people, they're number four in the state in sales. Like that is ridiculous. And oh. I've told people it's little Dubai. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, it is. It is. And you can see the growth over there and it's kind of happens, you know, from the, the Colorado aspects in their history or, you know, California in their history. And it's, it's, it's the bordering states. It's those yeah. people that want that tourism, essentially. And if you're close to that tourism for those people, instead of having to drive three, four, five miles, you know, back in the day, we'd drive seven miles to go to Colorado just so we can, you know, try out the cannabis and that's legal. And, you know, now it's here. And now Colorado's like, wait, wait, where'd you all go? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, what, what happened? <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. Place go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, someone's doing very well. No, they are. And, you know, to, to give you a comparison, Alma Gordo is probably about 60 miles northeast of Las Cruces. So it's a little bit further from the border. They have 30,000 people. And it's on the way to like Rio Doso, where a lot of Texans like to go. Uh, they're in ninth place. Oh, so, man. I mean, that's, that's you know, the big disparities. You know, they have more people there. You know, they have a good location. But they're just, Sunland Park is just in that sweet spot. You know, oh, yeah. The very first place you hit in New Mexico when you, you know, leave El Paso. It's at the very tip of New Mexico. It, you know, some parts of it is El Paso. And so it's just easier for them to just go there, pick the stuff, and go back. Yeah. Sometimes it's a 10-minute 
thing for them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know so I don't blame them. It's off the work, you know, just head off and do the, the routines kind of thing. So yeah, it's, it's kind of exciting too, because what it, it's kind of exposing a little bit of the Texas to what cannabis really is. And, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, we're not supposed to be driving this back and forth through the border one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Keep that but, in mind. You know, it's, it's, it's this industry and this is the real, realistics of it and things like that. So it's just nice to see, you know, hopefully they're going to start saying, Hey, this is, this is not a bad thing. This is a good thing for one, the economy to medical patients. There's just the endless, the list goes on and on. So yeah, yeah, it does. Really I mean, we could start listing everything all day. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But you know, that's the sales for, you know, for last month, you know, it's, it's a month staggered. Um, you know, how are they going to know what July's numbers are if July hasn't fully gone through? Um, so we won't know July's numbers till August, <clears throat> which is fine. Um, and we'll see where things are. But as of right now, we're still at 1,006 retail establishments. Last month, I think we had 1,008. Then it went to 1,006. And it hasn't moved at all. So what that's telling me is we hit that plateau um, or that, you know, little part where people probably aren't going to get as many licenses in. Mm -hmm. and we hit that plateau and we're probably going to start hitting down. And so maybe next month we'll start seeing less numbers in retails. Um, but right now this looks like it's at a dead stop. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, it looks like the bubble has taken its course and it looks like some people are probably <clears throat> waiting for this, you know, big roller coaster to happen um, before, you oh, know, getting wow. in again. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we'll see. Um, it's, it's kind of a crapshoot right now. You know, what's going to happen. There's a lot of things brewing at the moment and there's um that could change things too federal legalization that's possible at the end of the year um if texas gets smart next year and decides to go legal that would change things significantly, significantly. for us too oh, yeah. um quite a bit for a lot of people too actually oklahoma mm -hmm. you know that, that that's a big player for them too as well oklahoma um they rely heavily on texas oh yeah um so like i said you know the bubble and everything um the market will stabilize pretty much on its own and it looks like that's where it's headed um you know with with it just kind of going to a dead stop like that, we were we were going up like this for a while when oh, it came to the it was like a dispensary every day. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> 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 two per month or per day. Yeah, yeah, it was it was something ridiculous. Hey, check out my dispensary! Hey, and I'm yeah. like, there's so many, <laughs> 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 and, and it is saturated. Don't get me wrong, but you know, most markets in the nation have seen this trend. Um, this isn't something you know just you know catered to New Mexico. Yeah. You know, Colorado saw this. You know, Oregon saw this. Washington saw this. You know, California. I don't know. They're, they're weird. Mm -hmm. um, California is its own animal. I like how New Mexico is too. Um, but, you know, most states have seen this trend. Yeah. And then it balances out and it goes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people are going to, you know, lose and win. And that's the industry that we joined. Mm -hmm. um, what's kind of your thoughts on like this numbers of, of the thousand six that we see now? Uh, I mean, it's a lot. It's definitely a saturated market for sure. But the, the thing that I like about that is it's the opportunity for, you know, the American dream. You know, if yeah. you wanted to be able to, to do what you want to do, your dream to start a dispensary and, and, and make it happen, then the more power to you. And I think that's what the state's allowing us to do. So it's, it's a little bit of a double-edged sword where mm -hmm. it's, you know, they're not limiting the licenses. They're allowing everyone to do it. However, like you're saying, that bubble's going to pop. And a lot of these, you know, hardworking individuals that are putting their life savings or they're, they're putting all their work into it may not come out through that bubble. So it's, it's, it's a scary time, but also it's a, it's a, the land of opportunity. And yeah. I think that's one of the, the coolest things about it. So. Yeah. And at the end of the day, only one person wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, in yeah, this yeah. case, you know, there's not going to be one person, yeah. but you know, not everybody can win is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's fighting for it. So. Yeah, exactly. And I'm good. And it's capitalism. I'm happy to see that. You know, yeah. I'm happy to see all this competition. Mm -hmm. That number, will it be that, that number next year? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Significantly not. Um, but, you know, we are starting to see that change. Because in New Mexico, I have noticed this. We're on a sped up timeline versus like, you know, Oregon, Colorado and all the other states. You know, our timeline 
has been sped up so fast that the five or four year mark that Colorado had, you know, to stabilize, we're reaching that within about a year and a half, to oh, two years. Man. Yeah. And the, the price stabilization has happened within about a, less than a year here in New Mexico when it took about two years almost in the other states to kind of stabilize mm -hmm. um, when people get up. And I think a lot of that has to do with people coming into the market that already know what to do and what they're doing and what to expect. And I think that's, that's one point. reason why. So things get in place and so it moves faster. That's a you good know? point. Yeah. yeah. So there is a lot of, you know, from industries from the California and Colorado and Texas that all Oregon. came down here, Oregon, they all yeah. came down here because they knew that, you know, they had a saturated location and didn't work out for, you know, or it did work out and it worked out so well that they needed to copy it. So mm -hmm. move somewhere um, else and do it. Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, soon we'll see less, you know, y'all. And, you know, it, I know it's, it's a sad thing, but that's just, that's the way business and capitalism works, especially in a new industry. Oh, yeah. Something so new like this, it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. So um, surprisingly, we actually have 15 consumption lounges in the state. And that, that was pretty surprising to me because I haven't really seen too many more here in Cruces other than Seoul. Yeah, um, you know, and I sure. kind of wish we had more because we're the second largest city in the state. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think it was pretty, pretty uh, historical that we're we do have Seoul as, as being one of those first ones that were yeah. in the got the foot in the door and like, hey, this is we're doing it right now. Yeah. We're, and it's awesome to see that they took the lead up there. And um, so excited yeah. to see that. Yeah. And, you know, it was great to see that the county and the city kind of um, worked with the cannabis establishments a little bit more. <clears throat> you know, they didn't limit time operating times. You know, they're allowing more consumption. I really wish the outdoor consumption thing really changed from the county. Um, to allow it because you know I walk by a bar sometimes with the fence this high and the dude's smoking a cigarette you know yeah, <laughs> you know and I'm like there yeah. yeah it's kind of like okay well you know what is really the standard that we're going for <laughs> <Yeah>. here <laughs> so oh, but yeah but that's all I really had for the numbers I just wanted to update everybody on what's going on you know what, what the numbers look like we're still selling a shit ton of weed um, you know and it's mostly to the Texans of course um, but a lot of people in our state do used cannabis and so we're seeing that you know happen a lot and the okay. cannabis in new mexico is improving a lot you know a lot of people have been saying it and you know even myself and <clears throat> other people from uh, other states are like i came there and man you guys we got a lot better mm -hmm. you know and I'm, I'm happy to hear that yeah i think we have a really good climate here for sure and just the uh, 108 degrees that we're copying over arizona <laughs> right now it's i hope the crops are doing okay let me tell you that um, oh. so we got a lot of outdoor grows out there so just hoping that they're uh, keeping them watered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I hope they have enough water right yeah, now for it. Yeah, a lot of water. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so we're going to move on, and we're actually going to talk about Colorado right now. Um, so it looks like Denver, Colorado is having a massive decline in sales. And not the whole state, just Denver itself, the city. Um, and as you guys know, Denver is, you know, a bunch of little cities put together, you know, like Littleton and Aurora and all these other places. Mm -hmm. um, and so in, like, downtown Denver, you know, of course, there's a lot. And, you know, they're like Albuquerque where there's more um, cannabis retail establishments. Mm -hmm. There's, like, a Starbucks or, you know, a, a liquor store. So, mm -hmm. you know, Santa, um, Albuquerque and Denver are kind of in the same boat at the moment. Mm -hmm. However, they're seeing a 22% decline in sales, which is, like, the largest oh. decline in, like, the history of the cannabis industry, like, kind of nationwide. Whoa. It's huge. And, you know, there's implications for that. We've kind of already talked about, you know, some of the reasons that I think and some of the reasons that some of these shop owners are giving to. There's really no study done yet, you know, mm -hmm. that they've really said, that okay, this is the reason. But yeah. what I've seen from the trend is once Arizona and New Mexico legalized cannabis, even their neighbor, I think it was Montana, um, legalized recreational cannabis, <clears throat> it took a majority to a lot of their customer base. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of Texans were taking that drive to Colorado, uh, not to spring, sorry, they don't sell, Pueblo or like um, Denver. And they were taking that drive and they were going all that way to get the cannabis from mm -hmm. there. Big tourism. Um, Big yeah, tourism. It was huge. And so the tourism just boom, died. So, I mean, that's telling you right now that 22% of their sales came from out of state mostly. 
Um, and it was probably from Texas. And so those Texans, I mean, it's just smart. If someone tried to argue with me one time, like, well, I don't see why Texans would go to New Mexico. There's nothing there. And I'm like, if I was a Texan and um, I had to choose between driving an hour maybe or four hours versus 13, 15 hours, it's I would easy. probably take a, an hour. I don't care where it's at. Yeah, it's a good, <laughs> you know, 12 hours of fuel that you can spend on cannabis. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you're yeah for sure and it could be a day trip versus like you know a week or weekend trip you know you're just and don't get me wrong again guys you shouldn't be taking it back across state lines but it happens and that's what people that's what's happening yeah Yeah, and that's that's just you know that's the truth of it so um this is really kind of shocking to see and you know one of the shop owners said that um his locations all of them in denver are about 30 percent down um in sales which is huge that's huge it says it's a steeper decline than his other five stores across the front range of the high country so meaning like cities like Fremont County, um, you have like Greeley up there, and then you also have other areas like, you know, Durango, you know, that's a little smaller area that's too. That's where I went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where my brother's at. Oh, yeah, so brother. my dad's from Colorado, that's how I know all these little yeah. areas. <clears throat> and so like um, my, my dad's side, his family's from Fremont County, which is where Kenya City and Florence is. And um, they don't allow recreational cannabis sales there at all. Really? Um, but Pueblo, about 15, 20 minutes to the east, they do. Right, come yeah. on. <laughs> and so I'm guessing that he probably has some shops there that are probably doing a little bit better, like in Pueblo and other areas. So that's really interesting because Denver, though, like why Denver? You know, like Pueblo is closer to those borders. You know, why Denver? That's so interesting. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would probably try to. I mean, this is my assumptions of, of things of just one the the cost of living. You know, you're in Denver these tough times. People are need to move out. I mean, people yeah. are getting out of these big <clears> cities and they're going to more affordable housings and things like that so i think that might be one one of the things that might be a, a correlation maybe not for causation but um something i know yeah. kind of consider no yeah definitely and one thing to keep in mind too is <clears throat> everybody in the nation that d- sells cannabis on a recreational side or medical side you have to pay federal taxes still um you have to pay the illegal drug tax essentially and it's really high and so that's one benefit that'll happen if federal legalization does change or decriminalization excuse me um if we do get you know federal decriminalization we'll get banking and then we'll also be able to claim taxes and mm-hmm. so these people that are struggling like this they'll have an easier time because now they'll be able to claim all these taxes and stuff and get a break and all that because one of the reasons he said is that they had a minimum wage bump and some regulation changes and so that's been a little bit harder on mm-hmm. them and i get it and you know i kind of feel if we had those uh that option for you know to claim taxes like any other business um, in this industry, we wouldn't really be having as many issues like this. It wouldn't be as bad. I, I think they would still have a huge decline, but I don't think it would be at a 22%. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, you know the, the industry in, in general is so overregulated where if you're not, you know, putting all your I's dotted and T's crossed, it, it, it can just be one bill away from taxes or, or one thing away from, from flipping your business. So it, it's very, very scary times. But Hopefully, like you're saying, if we're able to, to deregulate it a little bit and get us some some benefits, that way we can actually be an established, you know, industry. And I think yeah. that's that's something that we're hopefully looking forward to. Yeah, me too. And I hope I hope that changes. You know, it's it's going to change a lot of things. Like I said, New Mexico's on that sped up timeline. It's going to speed it up even more. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to make it even crazier. Yeah. So I'll be ready for that. Yeah. Um, and also, the reason why I bring up Colorado like this, and it has nothing to do with New Mexico, kind of, is the fact that this will happen here. Um, something like this will happen here. And it's going to happen when Texas legalizes um, cannabis. Once Texas legalizes cannabis, we'll have another great closure. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see another great thing like this happen where shops will see a 22 plus percent decrease in sales. Um, and it may just start with one city like Albuquerque or something or mm-hmm. Roswell, somewhere random. You know, it, it could just yeah. start in one area and then the trend, you know, spreads. Yeah. So normally it starts in the bigger cities. 
that's kind of what I've seen, you know, historically is the bigger cities kind of see these start and then it kind of bleeds into the, to the rest of the state. Um, Denver, however, is kind of different because they're more, more saturated than any city in the, in the, in the whole state. So that, that could be another reason why. So yeah. we'll see. Only time will tell, you know, and we're, we're starting to see a lot of implications of other states legalizing around the nation. Oh yeah, um, for sure. And I can already see like the, the, the growth of opportunity too. Yeah. you know, you're in New Mexico and you don't want to be on that down, down right of 22%. Yeah. <laughs> jump over there to Texas and see if I can get on that ball on that run. Thing. So that's, that's going to be huge again, area of opportunity for, yeah. for things. So. And you're going to see those people that just, uh, I call them, um, I call them fleas. They, yep. they hop around. State, yep. state, state. Go to Maryland right. next. Yeah. Go to there. Yeah. Go yep. Just hop around. Boop, boop, jump like a flea. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. So, uh, but, that's all I had for that for that topic. I just wanted to bring it up to kind of let you guys know, you know, kind of what's to come here in New Mexico eventually, you know, maybe a year, a couple of years. I have no clue. Um, but, you know, looking at other states, you could kind of get an idea of what's going to happen in the future here. Um, so, yeah. But anyway, um, that's all I have for that. And let's move on to the final topic. And I know some of you may want to hear this. Some may not. Uh, the Sea Junkies Sue Cookies brand. So if some of you don't know, um, Cookies and Sea Junkies are actually a California brand. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because – Cookies has been rumored to be opening here in New Mexico at some point, I believe in Albuquerque. Um, I have heard another rumor that they might be looking at Sunland Park too, which is actually a smart move um, because of the high sales mm -hmm. and the high volume over there. Um, so that could be another possibility. It's called Little Dubai for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, so Sea Junkies is suing Cookies because they were collaborating, to, collaborating together at one point with a company called Mints. And Mints was supposed to uh, provide growers with, you know, great genetics, stable genetics, you know, kind of work together, you know, with the cookies brand and their following uh, to really get it out there and to, you know, just really provide just quality genetics. However, just, I guess it didn't happen. Um, you know, happened latent virus, you know, uh, was spread in, um, through everywhere. And if you guys don't know, or hot latent virus, excuse me, um, what it is, it's called the dud virus. That's a nickname. Uh, you can have a plant that goes great, it just dies, or when it's done, it just doesn't perform like it should have. And it's due to that virus. And it's really easy to spread. You can spread it with plucking a leaf off and a little bit of that getting on it and you spread it. It's a virus, you, you, you know, when you clone. So it, it happens. Um, one of the only ways to really get rid of it is tissue culturing. Um, you know, tissue culture through several generations most likely will take that virus out. Um, and it also helps, you know, with a clear, um, clean the DNA pretty much essentially, you know, kind of give the plant a boost, mm -hmm. you know, and make it stronger. So um, people that deal with that will spend thousands of dollars on tissue culture. Um, upon thousands, you know, to get rid of that because some of these cultivars, you know, they're very, they're very valuable, mm. you know, and they're very rare. Um, so if you get, the, you know, HLV um, or the the dud virus, you know, it's it's detrimental to your whole grow. And, you know, some people have to literally kill their whole grow. So I can understand how someone could be upset, you know, trying to trust someone with the clone, um, getting it, and then all of a sudden your whole grow gets this virus. Infected, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I, infected I, I, by I, this virus. You know, it's like, oh, what the heck? So. Um, that's pretty much the gist of it. Um, I don't know what happened in between time because to even find this information, I had to jump around so many bushes and hoops. I can only find it on DuckDuckGo and Twitter, um, like really the, the links and stuff. And, you know, and um, Berner did do a response um, to the allegations because if you guys actually look on my story, I have the lawsuits from the Sea Junkies, um, their official lawsuit, and then I have Berner's response on there too. You guys can look at them both, come to your own conclusions. Um, but I just wanted to give the information on what's going on um, because it, it does, you know, it, it does impact a lot of people in the industry. You know, mm -hmm. if you ordered from, you know, seed junkies and you ended up with the HLV, you know, you could have, you know, it could have happened here in New Mexico and that could have spread all over the whole state. Oh yeah. You know, and so that has, you know, huge implications for everything, but this lawsuit has nothing to do with that. 
This lawsuit alleges that Cookies was frauding them. They uh, did um, IP theft and a bunch of other uh, allegations. And if you guys go to my story and you know check it out, you know the, the allegations are all on there and what they say specifically. It's pretty much what I said. They just break it down more. Um, I mean, what are you, kind of your thoughts on this whole thing? I know it's a lot. Had a, it's it's know, a, lot, a lot for sure. I mean, one is just, it kind of shines light on you know collaborations with with the with the industry in itself. You, yeah. you we're always looking for collaborations. We want to know who can we work with, who's going to work best with, and it just kind of brings into the uh, perspective of what business really is. And sometimes someone doesn't do the right thing, and you know they're both tied into this wrong thing. So it's it's a very scary time too, because you know a lot of these entrepreneurs are, like you said, they're trying to come down down here to New Mexico and yeah. start their own little things within New Mexico, and and it, and we don't want any of that here for sure. So it's yeah. it's, it's one scary to hear, um, and two, like you're saying, cookies is on the way down here here, and, and hopefully I don't quite know how much information on cookies and stuff like that, but if they are here and they have the sea junkies, like we could have been. Uh, really hurt <laughs> yeah yeah exactly really really yeah, hurt. Yeah, so it could have sucked yeah. it's, it's pretty scary to see out there and you know this isn't the only one that's you know public so there's probably yeah. a lot of uh, private things that are going on there too so um just kind of shines a light on on how tough the industry is with collaborations and working together so. yeah and i want to you know put it out there you know the sea junkies aren't the only one with hot latent virus you yeah. are spreading it there's a several other you know companies <clears throat> and it's mostly coming from california so be very careful if you're ordering seeds online or especially clones if you're ordering clothes from california Ensure that they're certified, you know, HLV, you know, they don't have it, blah, 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 this and that, you know, so that way you don't have to deal with it in the first place. You yeah. may pay a little bit more, but it's going to be worth it in the end. Oh, yeah. You know, it's yeah. going to save you potentially millions. Oh, yeah. Um, in the end. So um, this is an ongoing thing. It's an ongoing story. Um, I'll try to cover it as much as I can. You know, I, I don't really know what's going to come from it. You know, nothing could come from it from all I know. Um, but I do know it was hard as shit to find the information <laughs> on this. So I have no clue how easy it's going to be going further to find the information and you know if i'm going to have to literally start messaging people to get information yeah, on this certain um, uh, paparazzi outside the courthouse hey, hey what's going on yeah, yeah i'll let the fly there what's what's going going on? On? Yeah. <laughs> Give me something. Yeah, i was like i need information <laughs> so yeah um but yeah if you guys are um, interested in this check out my story you know all the information you know on the lawsuit is there even burners you know response that way again you get both sides of the story and like i said in my instagram there's three sides to every story there's the other side and then the truth. And, you know, we're, we're going to figure that out at some point. So, I mean, do you have anything, you know, on this story left or? Oh, uh, not much on this story. Just hoping this doesn't happen to anyone here in New Mexico. And, you know, just trying to make sure that everyone is doing it right so that we, we can avoid these things. So, yeah, just just keep pushing through. <laughs> yeah. And be careful with the people you do business with. Well, yeah. well, that's everything I have for this week, guys. You know, it's been a great episode. Thank you again for joining yeah. me. It's been great. Glad yeah. you had me. Appreciate it. Like, yeah. And, you know, maybe I'll have you again, you know, when you got, you know, box 30 or something. Yeah. Changes up, you know, you can show versions. The, <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> the, the 2.0 version. 2.0. Once you do the update. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, guys, thank you again. We'll be back with another episode. And I'll see you then. All right. <laughs>